Hello everyone, welcome back to the podcast! I know it's been a while, I just moved so I missed a couple upload dates, but I'm back and better than ever. Today we are going to be talking about the three R's, reducing, reusing, and recycling. We all learned the three R's at some point, reuse, reduce, and recycle. I remember that saying being drilled into my head, but at the time, I was too young to have control over how my household disposed of waste. Now my mom and I make a conscious effort to follow these guidelines. In this episode, I'll cover what I've learned about each of these tips. So the first R is to reduce, and I found with this tip, It doesn't really mean that you get rid of things you have, because you can reuse the things you have. That's going into the next step, but reducing means that if you have things that you don't really use often, that's clutter or just unnecessary, you never use it, it's just filling up space in your home, maybe donate it to other people who might use that item. And reducing also means that when you go to the store, think consciously about what you're getting and if it is really, really necessary for you. Reduce the amount of things you buy every month. Not only can this save money, but it can also save the earth because you're being conscious about your shopping decisions and, in turn, helping reduce your personal waste. Another part about reducing that I find interesting is that when I go into a store, I automatically feel tempted to buy something that I like. It isn't perfect, but I like it and it's cheap point in case being that it's cheap. I think what reducing in the three R's is trying to tell us is that people have to stop constantly getting new stuff. Social media now more than ever is promoting never wearing the same outfit twice, never using the same products twice. All your pictures have to be new, new things, new everything, new hairstyle, new knew everything. (laughs) So what reducing is trying to tell us is that even though it's cheap, you have to think of the sustainability behind it because what makes a clothing item cheap? Cheap labor. And that is not sustainable. So next time you're in the store, Think consciously about fair trade, fair labor standards, and fair environmental quality. Reducing is also about quality over quantity. Buying an item that is quality that you will use for years and years to come is definitely, definitely more sustainable than buying an item of clothing that you would wear for a special event and never wear again. Maybe in those circumstances where you need something fancy like that and you know you're never gonna wear it again, but you love that kind of dress and you really, really want this kind of dress for that special occasion. Maybe in that case, you consider renting or 
thrifting and finding a very unique dress that's not going to be worn by anyone else and is also sustainable. I've heard there's some great sites out there that you can search for certain types of clothing and you can rent them and then just ship them back and that's a lot more sustainable than buying new dresses every time you have a special occasion because you don't want to wear the same thing you did to the last occasion. I was watching a video the other day and it was talking about reducing this first R in the three R's and it was basically saying Try to reduce your clothing over time to what you wear the most often. And kind of circling through that in my mind made me discover a capsule wardrobe. Now I'm going to cover capsule wardrobes in another episode in more detail, so I don't want to go so deep into it this episode, but basically a capsule wardrobe is a type of organization that you have in your closet, I guess. It basically forces you to reduce the amount of clothes you have to exchangeable clothes. So what I mean by that is maybe you get a plain colored shirt that fits you really well and you really, really like the shirt. It's simple and it can go with many different layers, different shoes, different jackets, etc. This shirt is ultimately more sustainable for you because you're going to wear it more often and you're going to be able to wear it with other clothing items. So what a capsule wardrobe is doing is that you are trying to find clothes purposefully that you either have or maybe you buy one or two more items to complete the collection The goal is you should try and find a pair of pants in your closet that can go with multiple shirts you already have. And this way, you're never repeating outfits that often, but you are still staying to your collective amount of clothes. I know I have some things that I really only wear in an outfit together. So I have this one jacket that I wear with a certain shirt and certain pants. Now, sometimes I'll wear the pants with other things, but I really like this outfit. And basically what the capsule wardrobe idea is trying to bring in is that I should try and find other pieces of clothing that goes with my top. That way, I can wear those clothes more often and reuse them and not be using them for one season or one year and then throwing them out. Now on to the second R, reusing. I covered a little bit of this concept in reducing because these are so, these three R's are very, very interconnected and every step contributes or connects to the other. So with reusing, I mentioned that when considering your closet, make sure that you are still reusing the clothes that you have there and not getting rid of everything to completely clean out your closet and replace it with new stuff because ultimately that is not sustainable 
especially if you have clothes in your closet that you actually like and you wear often. You definitely, definitely don't want to get rid of those. Reuse those. And if you have old clothes that may have holes in them, maybe stitch them up or DIY some other craft into it. Maybe you can make uh, dog toys with it. I know I've made a few dog and cat toys that I have donated to animal shelters and I just took the pieces of fabric, tied them up in little braids, and it made excellent dog toys. So you can definitely reuse what you have instead of throwing it out. And if you can, definitely avoid throwing clothes out because it's such a waste, especially when you can donate the clothes to Goodwill or a different organization around you. That helps low-income families and other people in need. So as I've mentioned, I've reused clothes most often, but I have also reused containers. So if you have a glass container, maybe for me, the most often container that I use is a pasta sauce jar. And when you're done with the pasta sauce, you can either recycle it, which I'll get into, or you can reuse the glass. So I have reused like glass containers a lot for plants, for, um, I used to keep one on my desk to put paint, like my painting brushes in to clean them off. Um, and I used that one for a really, really long time. It came in handy a lot when I was painting. And you can definitely find other options of what to do with it, especially if you like being creative. There is so many DIYs that you can do with glass jars especially, but other containers as well um, that you get at the grocery store. One of these options is to create a container garden. And I've seen this on Instagram a lot, people reusing containers to put plants in, especially instead of buying new potted plants or pots, they reuse the containers they have, put some soil in there, and grow their own plants. Because it is a great way to reduce your personal waste, um, especially if you don't have a glass recycling center near you. I'll get into the more specifications of different recycling centers in the next R, but there are different centers for different types of recyclable material, so I understand if you don't have a center near you that takes glass, it may be harder to reduce your waste when you're getting so many things um, from the grocery store that have glass containers. So. That is definitely an option to consider when you have glass containers that you don't know what to do with anymore. And finally, the third R, recycling. So recycling is one of the most well-known ways to take care of our planet, but I know that recycling has come under fire recently, and I'll admit I don't really agree with that because I see a lot of creators now 
suddenly changing their mind about the benefits of recycling. And I really think that that is a backwards step. And we have been trying to encourage more and more people to recycle, more and more people to care about our planet. And discouraging recycling and pointing out the faults only discourages more people from doing what they can to support the planet, even if they're not willing to take the extra step to reduce or reuse, they most likely have an opportunity to recycle in their community that isn't too much of a hassle. I know recycling has its faults, and it is sometimes complicated, especially with the different policies in different areas and different recycling centers have different recyclable materials. So you really have to do your research in order to get rid of your recycling in a sustainable way and not have it be thrown into the landfill because you didn't read up. So I understand that point. But if you take the time to research on the internet about what your local policies are, recycling is still a great option and a really good sustainable one too because honestly, we don't really have a better option right now. Recycling is definitely the most popular, well-known, and easily accessible today. Maybe in the future, we can have better options. But right now, I think recycling is very, very important and should not go unused. Personally, my mom and I took the time to research what recycling centers we have around us and what recyclable materials they take. So we have multiple bags of recycling, one with glass containers, one with cardboard, and one with the general generally used recycling materials. Like, most centers take those types of recycling. We can keep those all together. And what this separation does is when we need to recycle our cardboard bag, we take the cardboard and the other reusable recyclable materials to that center. And when we need to recycle the glass and the regular recyclable materials, we take that to the different center. And I think it wasn't that big of a process to deal with. Although it is more steps than you might like it to be, it's not as easy as just throwing everything that could be recyclable into a bag because it does ultimately create waste that way that goes straight into the landfills because this information isn't being posted everywhere in every city saying, hey, these are our centers and this is what they carry and this is how you come here. It isn't that readily available, but with the internet now, we have so much at our fingertips, and I just had to do a quick internet search to find all the recycling centers near me, and it was actually pretty easy to find them. Some recycling centers are too small for us, and that's okay, but once you know the area well enough and you know your recycling centers best, 
I have confidence that you won't have to stress about it for too long. I think once you realize and learn the rules, you can definitely keep recycling. Now, one thing with recycling, I wish that we had more education about and awareness about recycling and where the centers are, what exact materials can be recycled, and I think that is especially lacking in schools. I find that most schools that I have been to, I don't think I've ever seen a recycling bin. I think in my high school we had one in the lunchroom. But it went really unused unless we had, like, paper towels that we put in there. And that was just really disappointing for me because schools are a place of education. And I think it would be so, so beneficial to include more recycling bins in schools with information for students. And I think it's just going to help a lot of families realize how much waste they put out and how much potential there is in recycling, how much waste they get rid of that can actually be recycled. So yeah, there's my rant about (laughs) the controversy over recycling and recycling in schools. These three R's connect to each other so beautifully and I think the main idea of this episode is in order to maximize your individual efforts, you must do all of these because they're so interconnected. And if you take charge and make sure that your efforts are sustainable in all three of these categories, you are ultimately going to have a fairly sustainable lifestyle. It may not be zero waste. It may not be what perfect environmentalism is defined as, but you are doing really, really well. And I think if most people in the world followed these three steps and took conscious efforts to make sure that every day they are making conscious decisions that align with these three R's, we could have an overall much more sustainable world. And... In the context of global warming, corporations are doing a lot, a lot more damage than individuals, but individuals do have the power to change what they can. I think it takes much more time to have enough societal change to force these corporations to change than it does to make individual changes to your to your recycling habits, your shopping habits, or other sustainable practices. And that's all for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, please follow the podcast, check out my blog at daretodreamgreen.com, and follow at dreamgreenteens and gracegonegreen on Instagram. Until next time, don't forget to dream green.